welcome to Eruption, where we talk about music, music news, music stuff, and anything else that comes up. Hey, Austin. Hi, Talia. What's up? How's it going? Good, good. We've got some good stuff for today. We do. Let's get into it. <laughs> uh, so, JLo's back. Back at it again. Back at it again with a new song called Ain't Yo Mama, which is kind of like a feminism light song about not wanting to do laundry or cook food. Well, <laughs> granted, it is a terrible song, but it's more like, hey, I'm not going to take care of a, you know. Right. It's, it's kind of like a, like a scrubs. Like, I guess, yeah. Okay, like, yeah. like, dude, get a job and, you know, be an adult. Yeah. Still a terrible song. Okay, it's, I'm not. I'm not taking okay. away from that. Okay, I just good. think you good. know. It's no scraps. Being a woman-ish. Right. Well, here's my problem with it. The song was co-written, produced, and composed by Dr. Luke. Fuck. Yeah. What I think is interesting too is that I feel like going into it, they realize this would be problematic. He's actually credited under his full name as a writer, so he's actually credited as Lucas Gottwald for the the writing credit. Um, it was also written by Megan Trainer, and when it came out a few weeks ago, there was a pretty decent backlash. It wasn't everyone giving J Lo shit, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, because the song as was, they should, yeah, right, produced by Dr. Luke. Right, like we've got all this shit going on with Kesha. Why are you working with them? Exactly. And you're gonna make a song about like this, you know? Right, female empowerment. empowerment right. With a, yeah, with him. Um, Megan Trainer came out and basically said she pulled the old switcheroo on poor J Lo. Um, so she, she said that she texted J-Lo a few songs, and J-Lo's writing like a self-help book or something, hmm. and so she thought that that would kind of fit in with what she's doing now and the theme of the song, so she picked that song. She never worked directly with Dr. Luke, and apparently, um, in the beginning when she agreed to the song or said that she wanted to take it and, and perform it, she didn't realize that it was written and produced by Dr. Luke. But, uh, I can't imagine that she didn't figure it out pretty shortly thereafter. Right. That just seems like a bad decision to me. You know, it's not like you... You have to be in the same studio with them. You know, they obviously make the track and cut it, and they can send it to you, and you can record it in a different studio. But his name is on it. His name is on it, and as a writer, composer, and producer, he's getting a pretty decent chunk of the profits from that song. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't like the song, I think it would be harder for me. Listen, it doesn't matter. I don't really like Kesha's music. Right, yeah. Okay? I just think it's more about the principle than the music itself. Megan Trainor's statement, she said that she thought that the backlash was ridiculous. And I think that's kind of naive of Megan Trainor to not understand why people would be upset about this situation. Right, and how, how do they know who knew or who didn't know or when they found out or... Exactly. I really don't care when in the process she found out. She found out. She knew. Right. And she decided still that this was a good idea to release this song. Yeah. She, she kind of took it up a notch and was like, oh, hey, it's because L.A. Reid wanted us to work together. That's what J.Lo said? That's what Trainer said. Oh. Yep. She's like, that, that's, you know, why we're doing this and he's on the label, so... Yeah, that I don't know if that was trying to like. Um, was that kind of trying to share the blame? Right. Yeah, I was trying, trying to like dodge, you know. Yeah. yeah. I I genuinely feel bad for listening to the song just to research this part of the podcast because I knew that that contributed in in some form to the amount of money that he's making off the track. Wow. I wonder if it had to do with the cuts that are happening there right now. 
So did you know that they cut not only at his label, Kimosabi, but also Sony as a whole, Capitol Records, all of those are getting yeah. some major cuts um, to their, not only executives, um, but people beneath them as well that are working for the label. So I don't know if that had something to do with it, but it's concerning regardless. Yeah. Yeah, well, and the, you know, it was nice to see Kesha come out. Kesha made an appearance at Coachella over the weekend. Yeah, that was really cool. That was real cool to see her come out. Yeah. I think that, I hope that long-term Kesha's career won't be as affected as severely by this as Dr. Luke's is. I really want to see Dr. Luke go away. No, I, I agree. I agree. No, back to this Coachella thing. Is she... Because I know she was at a standstill with everything because she couldn't record anything new. Right. Can she perform? I think that... And I'm sure that there's some sort of, um, like, performance or appearance clause. In, in the her, contracts, In the yeah. contract. Um, but we don't know whether or not that Coachella performance was paid. That's true. Uh, so that could just be kind of her way of getting out. Coming out and eye. saying, hey, fuck off, I'm yeah. back. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm interested to see what happens with... Because uh, J-Lo's, this is the first album J-Lo's come out with in a long time. So I'm interested to see if he's going to make more appearances on this album. Yeah. Um, I think that'll really kind of indicate where her head is at. And kind of where the industry is at as a whole on this. Whether they think that it's, now that, that the case has been settled in um, in New York, if it's okay to just kind of pretend like it didn't happen and move forward like everything is fine. I don't think so because I think like this was kind of a test putting this out, right? Because they didn't disclose it to the artist right away. And when the public did find out, like you said, there was immediate backlash. Right. So... They wouldn't have hid it from her in the in the very beginning had he not think that, you know, maybe maybe this woman doesn't want to work with me or people don't want to work with me. And then when the public's getting upset at at both J Lo and Trainer for working with him, I don't know, I think you should take that as a hint that he's done. Right. Yeah. Uh not so much of a hint as a uh, a strong suggestion. <laughs> so Circuit is also listed as the co producer on here who um was previously kind of known as, like, I don't know, Dr. Luke's partner or right-hand man. Hmm. Um, he worked on a lot of stuff that um, he did with other artists, like a, a lot of the Katy Perry stuff, um, the Miley Cyrus stuff, but he's also kind of branched off on his own, working with, like, Britney Spears and Rihanna and stuff like that. So I'll be, I'll, I wonder if he's going to try and distance himself from Dr. Luke as well. That would be the smart thing. Right, it would be his career. Idea. Right, um, Doctor Luke definitely kind of brought him up, um, but you know, whatever. Yeah, fuck that shit. Yeah, done. On to the next one. Done, son. So speaking of people who uh, are kind of clueless about what's going on, um, <laughs> there is a new lawsuit. Yes. Um, that is is just fascinating to me. Um, Led Zeppelin is actually being sued um, by the estate for a, a guy who worked with a band called Spirit. Or, Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for plagiarism on the guitar line to Stairway to Heaven. That's crazy. Yeah. 
This is just now coming out? Just now coming out. Cool. Because it's um, a new song. Right. Yeah. The lawsuit was initially fired, filed two years ago. The guy, uh, Randy Wolf, he's mm-hmm. dead. Um, his oh. estate is actually who's filing this suit. Weird. So right. I wonder if this is just something that they, you know, more recently recognized or if, you know, they kind of knew this all along and didn't really want to fight that giant. Right. The song in question, the spirit song, is called Taurus. He wrote that in the 60s, which is quite a few years before Stairway to Heaven came out in 1971. There's been a lot of really interesting developments around this case. I mean, this was just announced that the jury trial was set like two weeks ago or three weeks ago. So they're going through a jury trial. Yeah. Crazy. Um, the Since that's come out, there have been statements shown from Page and Plant saying like, yeah, we we ripped some stuff off. Hmm. Um, you know, I guess great artists steal. Isn't that, isn't that how that statement goes? Wow. Um, on Digital Music News, there was a, a commenter on the post who pointed out um, a 1600s composer by the name of Giovanni Battista Granada, mm-hmm. um, who wrote a piece that I can't pronounce the name of. No, no, no. Um, that about 30, 40 seconds in has the exact same... Riff? Yeah. Um, Same chord progression, even the same kind of melody line laid over the chord progression. The the Spirit song is very similar as far as, like, picking style, the the guitar picking style and the chord progression. It's an instrumental song, Um, so the, like, the melody line of the lyrics isn't there, but the, the chord progression is very similar. The classical piece... It's very similar. Exactly the same. Yeah, it's all the same. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this is like a... You know, because sometimes they are coincidental. Right. You know? Yeah. um, I doubt either of them have heard this Baroque piece, this classical piece. Right. Yeah, well, and I mean, even like George Harrison ran into some, some plagiarism trouble. And that ended up being settled. There, there was a, a monetary agreement, but mm-hmm. it was ruled that it was accidental plagiarism. Okay. It, you know, he didn't intend or, you know, there's no malice or forethought that he was going to rip this stuff off, but it just kind of happened. Right. I think um, the same thing happened with um, Coldplay and Viva La Vida. Yeah. And a lot of times what happens is if, if they deem it to be not necessarily intentional, the, the artist doesn't have to... Um, apologize they're not necessarily ruled against but they but they do have to pay monetary damages you know they usually settle out of court right they don't tell the amount they're just like hey here's some cash my fault didn't see that coming yeah my bad yeah my bad moving on yeah now there there are definitely plagiarism cases in the past that um were just blatant ripoffs or or even like you know in the um the late 80s, early 90s, when hip-hop started to get really popular, there was a lot of, um, like, plagiarism lawsuits and things like that around sampling. Well, that's true. Uh, I think, you know, everybody knows about the uh, Ice Ice Baby versus Under Pressure, yeah. where it's <laughs> the same baseline, even though Vanilla Ice tried really hard to convince us there was an extra bum. There was there was the same amount of bums. There was the exact same amount bum, of bums. Bum 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 bum. Yeah. <laughs> That's for you. I thank you. <laughs> um, Hopefully we don't get sued for that. Right. But yeah, the 
with the Led Zeppelin case, that, that song from the 1600s is in public domain. Right. So I, I wonder if that's going to come into play in this trial. It very well could. Because we didn't... There wasn't copyright then. Nope. Now, copyright... Um, we'll get a little bit into like what that means. So it's a form of legal protection and to provide to authors, whether it's music, whatnot, um, to provide protection to them so that no one else can steal yeah. it and make money off of it, right. right? So that's whether it's literary, musical, artistic, dramatic works. Um, and it gives you the right to uh, reproduce or distribute that art to create new art based on the original um, and to perform it. Yeah, and that, that covers published and unpublished works, correct? Correct. Yeah. The only thing it doesn't protect, I mean, there's a list of things it doesn't, but it can't be an idea that you have had. Right. Like, oh, I thought of that melody in the shower and I was singing it. Yeah. It has to be tang tangible, right? So you have to write down the lyrics or record a song or, you know, write the music to it. Yeah. Yeah. That seems legit. Like I, I could come back and say, you know, hey, I wrote this song that was really popular 10 years ago. But if I don't have any documentation to prove that, it's yeah. just me blowing smoke. Right. And so that's why they created a copyright where you can go and, you know, register that with the government. Um, now I know, you know, 10, 15 years ago, like high school and college, everyone was like, oh, just... Um, oh, the old, the old postal trick. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So just mail it to yourself. Mail it to yourself. And you'll have... That you, doesn't work. No, no, no. It doesn't, doesn't work like that. That doesn't hold up in court. Okay. <laughs> uh, so while people are trying to use that as a timestamp, right? Yeah, I think that was the idea. There was that it would it would date it. Yeah, I wonder if, um, like, now that with you know recording becoming so accessible to so many people and music creation becoming so accessible to so many people, I wonder if we'll see like upload dates as starting to be valid, um, like copyright. That makes sense. Yeah. It's pretty cheap to copyright your stuff. Oh, it really is. Yeah, I wouldn't... It's yeah. cheap and it's an easy process. Yeah, it really is. You can literally just go to copyright.gov. Right. And uh, take care of it. You can um, do everything on the internet now. I know. Just make sure, though, because there's a couple different kinds that they have to do. So you have to copyright for the composition and then the recording itself. Right. That's where, when you get into sampling, they have to ask for those rights. And those are called mechanical rights. So that gives you the right to cover the song, reproduce it, or sample it. Like uh, Puff Daddy. Yeah. It's pretty much when he came out, that was his style. Right. Yeah, forgetting all those... Like, from the police. Yeah. You know, every... All those old Motown samples. Yep. So there's, like, there's kind of a gray area with being, like, inspired by work. An artist, yeah. And where does that... Where does that line fall? Like, where's the difference between being inspired by a piece and ripping it off. It's a fine line. It's very subjective, but I think it really comes down to recognizability. Is that a word? Probably. I, th what I do think you mean? it well, like um very similar to like when um companies have similar names. If if I have a company called I do stuff Inc and you have a company called I Do Stuff, and I created my company first, and people are getting confused between my company and your company, Okay. then I have the right to tell you to stop using that name. Right. Well, you have a right, regardless, to send a cease and desist, well, or yeah. whatever the case is. 
There have been some really strange copyright lawsuits. In... That's true. Some of some of them are very black and white. Yeah. Right? Like uh, Vanilla Ice. And right. um, the one we found earlier with the Ghostbusters theme song. Yeah, right? with uh, and, I Want a he... New Drug by Huey Lewis in the news. Yeah, and it's funny because... Sometimes you just don't put those together because I know both songs very well. Right. And I and until they were compared, I was like, didn't even think about it. Right. You know, when I heard it, I was like, okay, I can see that. Yeah. Until they were put side by side. Yeah, and that seems valid. Um, some of them are pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Like my, I think my favorite copyright lawsuit ever was uh, John Fogerty, who's the lead singer of or was the lead singer of Creedence Clearwater Revival. Mm-hmm. Being sued for plagiarizing himself—that's ridiculous. It's it's fantastic. So um, basically, he got out of his agreement with the label that CCR was on um, by giving them the rights to the the music that they recorded with them. And then he and there was called like Fantasy Inc. I think was that record label, right? And then um, he moved on and started working with another um, label and released you know some solo stuff and fantasy inc was like hey 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 your solo stuff sounds exactly like the stuff that you did when you were in this band (laughs) so the label sued him for sounding like himself oh okay cool um that one was thrown out as it should have been right um because you know honestly if that were the case i feel like nickelback could sue themselves every other song thank you yeah, that, that's a first band that came to mind. <laughs> but I think that kind of indicates how much of a gray area there is with this copyright and um, like plagiarism lawsuits that no one really knows how it's going to end up until it gets in front of a jury. Right. Very subjective, like you said. Like, yeah, depends on how good of a case they... Yeah. They have. How good of a lawyer you got. Yeah. And to be honest, a lot of these artists will hurt themselves in the process. Oh, yeah. By, you know, interviews. Right. Right? Or (laughs) the silly shit that they say. Yeah. And, you know, there is... I I think it's, it's easy to kind of look at it from the outside and say, oh, there's a, a distinct separation between being inspired by something... And ripping it off. Right. Um, especially when you think in terms of other intellectual properties, like written words or um, like products. Yeah. Uh, but really when it comes down to artistic expression, that line is very blurry. Speaking of gray area, isn't there some weird copyright issue with a happy birthday song? Like Yeah, until until very, very recently. So until the end of last year, I'm sure you've noticed when you like go to a restaurant and it's your birthday. Fake they, it's your birthday? Yeah, they bring out that cake for you and they're like, happy, happy birthday, birthday, happy, happy birthday. Yeah. They don't sing happy birthday to you. And that's because they didn't want to pay Warner for the rights to sing happy birthday to you. So um, how does Warner say that they have the rights to um, this song? Yeah, they had actually been enforcing the copyright since the 80s when they bought it from a, a publishing group who claimed to own it. Last year, 
a federal judge ruled that it that was not a valid copyright claim. So now we can sing happy birthday to you to, you know. Anywhere. Right. Anywhere you want, anytime. So how did the judge figure out that they never actually owned the song? Or how did they figure out, hey, we bought a bogus copyright from these people who didn't really own it? Yeah, he ruled that, in, so in 1935 was when the original copyright was taken out. Okay. And, and just like we were discussing earlier, where there are different types of copyrights. Yeah. Um, that copyright only granted the rights to specific piano arrangements of the music, not the song. And that's, that's all we do is sing the song. Right. Um, you know, I'm, I've never been to a birthday party where a pianist shows up <laughs> to bust out some accompaniment while they carry out the cake. Um, Maybe we need to do that. I think, yeah, I think that's a good idea. I would rather have a keytar, personally. Truth. It's really interesting because the, um, you know, Warner has been asking anyone who wants to use this song, whether they be in like a movie or at a restaurant, in a TV show, pretty much anyone yeah. other than personal use. Right. Um, to, to pay them. Well, they've been collecting about $2 million a year Yo. off of this song. When did they, you said they bought it in like the 80s? Yeah, they bought it in the 80s. Um, they, they actually, um, when they used, so in the documentary Hoop Dreams. Yeah. So it's a documentary film, so they're, they're just following people in their normal lives. So mm -hmm. of course they're going to sing Happy Birthday to you. Yeah. That cost them $5,000. You're kidding. I'm not kidding. Um, we hear a lot of people on TV and movies sing Happy Birthday. Right, yeah, and they, the average take on that was 1500 to five grand. The fuck? Right, and when you think about Happy Birthday to You is not a long song. No. You know, we're talking, depending on how fast you sing it, you know, maybe, what, 40 seconds, 30 yeah. seconds, something like that? Right. Um, and, you know, when you talk about, like, like an independent documentary film... Five grand. That's is a lot a, of money. It's a huge chunk of their budget. Right. At the time of the case, uh, Warner's lawyers were like, yo, this song brings in about $2 million a year mm -hmm. in royalty revenue. 1935 is before, like, cassettes, before you're bringing music home. This, this copyright law has been extended out for, you know, before physical music before streaming, before downloading. And the song actually has a longer history than that. Um, so it was originally written in the 1800s Whoa. by a kindergarten teacher. It was all about saying good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. Good morning, children. Good morning to you. Really? Yeah, totally. Um, what? Oh, good morning, dear children. Excuse me. Good morning to you. <laughs> so they had actually applied for a copyright when they put that in a book called Songs for the Kindergarten. They also sued Warner for those copyright claims. And basically, Warner was like, okay, like the melody is similar, but we own the lyrics, happy birthday to you. Oh my God. But they never actually owned the copyright to the lyrics, happy birthday to you. They just own the copyright on the piano arrangement. So basically, they just figured out, hey, you guys don't own... Yeah, you never actually owned this copyright that you've been collecting all of this fucking money on. Because they only owe the piano composition and not the lyrics. And yep. we only usually sing the lyrics anyways. Right. That's insane. Now, I heard they have to figure out 
so now that they're like, hey, you don't have these, um, the, you know, the rights to this anymore, uh, you may have to return this money. Right. You may have to return this money. And we really don't know who actually may own the copyright to the lyrics and melody to Happy Birthday to You. So boom, public domain. Yep. Good. Yeah, there are nine notes in Happy Birthday to You. And that's been generating... Two million dollars a, a year, year for in revenue for thirty years. Yep. But speaking of lawsuits, our good friend Kanye is back in the news. Back at it again. Back at it again. Yeah, remember that time he said never, never, never on Apple Music. Never, never, never. And never say never. Right. right. And it doubled the number of title subscribers. Yep. Those people are pissed. Yeah, they are. I would be too if I was dumb enough to just get title for him. I right. mean, that, that's what I said last time. I was like, hey, I would not I would never... No. So basically, the, the lawsuit is that um, Kanye forced... And, and, and Kanye is part owner of title. Correct. Full disclosure. Yeah. And the lawsuit alleges that Kanye basically forced all of these people to join the streaming service that he owns under the guise that it would never be available anywhere else once he locked them all in. Then, yeah, and he did technically wait a month and a half. Yep, he waited long enough for that one month free trial. That uh -huh. And then everyone to get billed and then was like, JK, bitches, I'm going to Apple Music and Spotify. Peace. Deuces. Yep. Asshole. Uh, yeah. Now, uh, for me, I think that that's like, as a consumer, that sucks. You know, yeah, you, you, were, you were taking advantage of a little bit, but really you made a bad decision. You did. You purchased something that you didn't really want to pay for. You got some buyer's remorse. Right. That's on you. And it's also, here, here's the thing. If you got it at the beginning, came out February 1st, or it came out mid-February, my right. fault. yeah. February 14th, and so you get a free trial. You're there midway through March. Yep. Then it was April 1st. Yep. When he dropped it on the other subscription services cancel the fucking subscription you, right. were, you were out ten dollars yeah or, or well 20 if you paid for the the high quality streaming <sighs> true if you were even dumber than dumb right and you did that then fine you're out ten dollars yeah like, you know how many times i'm out ten dollars because i forget to cancel a subscription right you know fuck i've been playing i i paid for netflix for a year and, and didn't have the ability to stream because i didn't have wi-fi so it's right. too dumb to Cut it off. Yeah, just get on there and cancel. Right. Or Hello Planet Fitness. Right. So. Yeah, so that'll be... I'll be interested to see if that even makes it to court. Yeah. It seems pretty shaky to begin with. The guy who filed the suit is looking for class action. So he really wants more people to pile on. Yeah, that on. was my next question. Like, is this going to turn into a class action? That's my yeah. assumption because it wouldn't be worth his trouble for $10. No. $10 to $20. No. But as much as I would love to see Kanye in small claims court, Yes. I don't think that that would really be worth... No, unless everyone else joins in and is like, hey. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, you know, 10 bucks or 20 bucks times a few million people, that's a pretty sizable amount. Yeah. Um, ooh, maybe... That now, I think this is where this guy filing this lawsuit made the mistake. He really should have gone with People's Court. Because on Wapner. People's Court, yeah, you get, you get Judge Wapner on there. You don't have any filing fees. That's true. So, and you get to be on TV with Kanye. With Kanye. In the same shot. Same shot. Arguing with him. 
about his <laughs> terrible idea to release this album only on title. Maybe we need to do this. I feel like this is shit. We should have signed up. <laughs> <laughs> Can we file a separate lawsuit or now do we have to tack on to this guy's? I feel like now we have to get on, on board with him, but I didn't, I never signed up for title. Me either. Damn. I'm sure we can find someone that we know that we can. I don't know. I've joined class action lawsuits and never done it. They're like, Hey, did Nutella fool you into thinking this is a very healthy product? I was like, fuck yeah, did. <laughs> I would like $7. <laughs> and they sent me $7. <laughs> fuck yeah. I thought this jar full of chocolate and sugar was healthy. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Give me money. And then so you know what? Six months later, when I'm broke, I get a $7 check in the mail. Yeah. yeah. You go buy me another jar of Nutella. <laughs> you, know. <laughs> you know it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I wonder, you know, that's kind of... The lawsuit with, um, with Stairway to Heaven is, I think, really kind of an interesting case. An oh, interesting totally. claim, and it'll be real fun to see it go in front of a jury. The lawsuit with Kanye, I think, is silly. It's it's silly, and it's very that's that's a lawsuit happy move. Yeah, like what fucking attorney took this case on and thought, yes, this is a good idea. Yeah. Well, honestly, one that he knew would probably get attention whether he wins it or loses it. Yeah, he's probably like the price of gas is too high for me to keep chasing ambulances. <laughs> <laughs> let's go after kanye let's do this because my name is gonna end up somewhere on the internet right you know yeah. and uh you know the internet's such a wonderful place to uh, hopefully be. he does one of those commercials yes it's like hello my name is mark zuckerberg not the mark zuckerberg <laughs> that you know from facebook but the one that sued kanye <laughs> Not the Mark Zuckerberg you know from creating Facebook, but the Mark Zuckerberg you know from those articles you saw on Facebook about suing Kanye. Yep. The, I think with the the lawsuit with Led Zeppelin, there's going to be some... It's going to be good. There's going to be plot twists, you know? Oh, yeah. Because I can see similarities between all three. So yep. I can see both sides of it. I can see that he probably didn't listen to this classical piece. Right. He probably did hear the one from the 60s. Yep. And he even said that he likes yep, yeah, to rip it. off m music. Yep. Uh, yet, you know, if they if they deemed that, you know, that spirit ripped off this Baroque dude. Right. Then public domain and it's all thrown out the window. Oh, yeah. There's there's the, the Pablo Picasso quote, um, you know, good artists copy, yeah. great artists steal. Right. So it's... It's interesting because there are there's a lot of really progressive works that have been influenced by things, um, but you know there is that that blurred line <laughs> um, of you know what's what's influential, what is inspired by, what sparked the idea, was a muse. Yeah, and what's just flat out stolen. Right. I get that. So we'll have to keep our eye on that one. I'm. I really want to keep my eye on this this Kanye case too. Um, I'll be interested to see what the uh, I guess verbiage is when it's dismissed. Yeah, because that's really what's just good. That's good. That's what's gonna happen. Yeah. If it's not dismissed, then I'm super fucking amped for that that trial. Yep. 
Um, How do we get picked for trials like this? Right. I have never been called for jury duty. I have. And I was really, really disappointed I didn't get picked. Oh, yeah. You know what? I think it's it's off subject, but I think we need to hear this defense. Okay. Because this is my favorite. (laughs) I get called for jury duty, and I'm like, fuck yeah, get out of work for a week. Yeah. This is going to be great. Almost get paid as much as I normally would. Yep. (laughs) Almost. Um, I get to hang out downtown. So I'm like, cool. Get in here. They shuffle you around quite a few times. Spend all day in there. Just play games on my phone. Not bad. Right? Until until we get into the room. So they bring us all in this courtroom in the defense. So, so let me set the scene for you. Yes. A dude is arrested for having possession of cocaine in his trunk. Or in his car. And not just a little. No. Quite a bit. Yeah. I don't, I don't know the amount. It's, it's above my knowledge of amounts of cocaine. We'll say... Well, let's just go with... Uh... Like, blow amount. Like, the movie Blow. Okay. Yeah. Break it down for me. A trunk full. A trunk full of yeah, Okay, full. okay. Yeah. A trunk full. Um, so he's arrested not only for possession, but intent to distribute. Right, because it's got a full trunk. Full trunk. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, this is going to be good. How are you going to get out of this? Right. Like, why are you? Why is there even a trial? Right. It was in your car. You were yeah. driving it. What's up? Unless it's like a cop's episode where like... Uh, I don't know where that came from. Yes. It's not even my car. Somebody else's car. It's my, yeah. friend's, it's my friend's Coke. Yeah, I borrowed my friend's car, and it happened to have a trunk full of Coke in it, and right, because I don't know where it came from. who has a trunk full of Coke is going to loan their car out to their buddy. Yes. <laughs> it's going to come back in the same condition. Right. Totally. So, the defense's argument was a nice little analogy. So, when you go to the store, and you buy toilet paper, do you buy just one roll? I don't buy just one roll. No. And neither did this guy. He's going to be wiping his ass for years with this cocaine. It's all personal use. Yeah. So granted, I wasn't picked. Um, It could be one of two reasons. Either because my jaw hit the floor when I saw that defense and I got like overly anxious. Like I must be on this jury because this defense attorney has got fucking tricks up his sleeve. Oh, yes. He is coming at it. But like he... Coming hard. Coming hard hard um or it was the fact that they asked me questions of do you work at the airport and you hear a lot of stories about drugs and i was like yes <laughs> yes i do like let me on this and they were just like you're dismissed yeah nah <laughs> no. no so uh if only uh maybe we should move to like i don't know new york or california so we can get in on these yeah. awesome yeah try and get in on some of these copyright cases or or uh, contract cases yep that's all right in the meantime We'll just read about it on the internet, and you guys can listen to us talk about it. That's right. All right, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us. If you want more... Who wouldn't? Right? Check us out on all of the social medias. That's right. You can find us on Twitter, at Eruption, on Facebook, at facebook.com slash Eruption, or on our homepage, eruptionmusic.com. 